0: Podcast line, and Welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And today, it's a special double feature, maybe not double feature, Uh, it's one (laughs) whole movie and then a sort of movie. (laughs) Uh, This week, we're watching a movie that our long-time listener, Sea Salt, has been requesting, The Master of Disguise from 2002. But first, we're going to talk about a movie that we got a request from on iTunes. This is from his sister, Sarah Bickner, if that's her real name. (laughs) <laughs> or if this sister actually exists. Uh, here's her review on iTunes. Sure, it's a trope to do bad movies for comedy, but when it works, you have to respect that. So check out spoilers. Adam is direct. He doesn't pull any punches. Hollywood, he's the leader. He keeps the others in check. Maestro, he's the nice one. More quiet, but still very fun. <laughs> and, and and It's not in the request, but she sent us an email because you know how the, the overseas iTunes, you can't see the right. reviews. <laughs> so she wanted us to watch Lego Batman Heroes United. Right which is a spin-off sort of um, a, a direct-to-video spin-off of the Lego Batman movie or know. or of the Lego movie I should say. Well, cause, yeah, the, the whole Lego world has a bunch of movies. They have they did Star Wars, they mm-hmm. did the Batman,
1: the Indiana Jones, a bunch of things. And there's a bunch of other superhero Batman, Superman type of ones, but this one I guess is the, is a the better one <laughs> of
0: those. I don't know. I, I've never been a fan of the Lego games. Oh no! No, I don't like. I don't like the Lego games. I do like Legos yeah. as a as a toy, as a set. I, I enjoy I, the Lego games. I'm just not a fan of the Lego video games. I still haven't seen the Lego movie, which I know was good. That was very good. So I got to check that out. This one I watched half of it. You- <laughs> well, no, it's just I didn't have time. Oh, I see. Okay, I've been I've, I've been really busy lately, and it was fine. It was like watching a, a Batman the Animated Series episode. Just in Lego form. The only thing I don't like about the the Lego games is that... Games uh, or
1: the movies? The the games. Is that my daughter now thinks these are the originals. So as as, as we're watching Star Wars, it's like, hey, it's like that part in the Lego movie. Like, no, hold on, baby. The real Star Wars came first. Legos came after. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of my whole thing when I grew up thinking Weird Al was writing original music. (laughs) (laughs) Later
0: on realizing, oh, no. Mm -hmm. It's not true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this plot is very similar to the uh, Superman versus Bat—not the movie, the Superman versus Batman cartoon episode, the two-parter. Yeah, okay. where Lex Luthor and the Joker team up, but except in this movie, it's like Catwoman, Penguin, the Riddler. It's like his whole rogues gallery. Yeah, Two Face is in there. Uh-huh. Bane, I think. I do like that Clancy Brown is doing the voice of Lex Luthor. Okay, Clancy Brown did the voice of Lex Luthor in the Superman animated series. Oh, he was the bad guy from Highlander. Uh, the no. punk rock guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's Clancy Brown. The guy that I thought had a really high voice that I couldn't
1: stand. What?
0: Oh no, the bad guy. Sorry. The bad guy. The yeah, bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's Clancy Brown. So I do like that. Uh clearly missing Mark Hamill's Joker, which is a big problem for me.
1: Yeah. He he was he was good at getting close to the Mark Hamill,
0: but yeah. he, had still... the, he had that like high pitch, the creepiness, the joker. Yeah. yeah. Like that. It's not the same.
1: No. The, as far as voices go, you can't you can't beat Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. He's,
0: he Who's like, is he's just was there one
1: guy that did the other game that took over for Joker?
0: I know Joe DiMaggio oh. did the Joker in two of the DC movies. No, no, it was off. I could tell. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to be Mark Hamill. So yeah, he was trying to do his own original Joker voice. Well, Adam, you saw this Lego yeah. movie more <laughs> than I did. What well, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Uh, it it was it was kind of I mean it was fine. It wasn't horrible, but, mm-hmm. but it, it it pretty much it did have the Lego feel to it, which uh, I guess you wouldn't know because the Lego the Lego movie has a certain vibe to it. Mm-hmm. the 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 one the the uh, Will uh Arnett, yeah, it has a vibe that it's kind of like it's half serious but half joking. It's it, it's kind of trying to walk a line of like, hey, we know we're Legos, but we're also trying to be serious, but we're also going to poke fun at the fact that we're not real. So there's, there's a lot of little jokes throughout the the movie that mm-hmm. kind of keep keep that keep it a little bit light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like kind of weird, like the whole the whole time, <laughs> Robin's got this whole like infor- inferiority complex, and Batman's not ma- helping him out with that, kind of making him feel like an asshole. And mm-hmm. Robin's like, "I just want to be loved," type of thing. And Batman hates Superman. There's a little. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, like, don't, don't mention his name, type of. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of this fun little things that added little spice that wouldn't be in an actual like cartoon. Yeah. It's just, it's just it's a Lego flavoring is is what they added is what that is. Okay, and that that made it that made it fine. And uh, the story was was okay too. It just this this is not this is not something that I, I I'd be raving about. Mm-hmm. Like oh you got you got to check out this Lego Batman Superman uh, Amazon uh, <laughs> uh or not Amazon well super superwoman yeah because she's Wonder she's Woman Wonder Woman <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's just like okay and I I think the whole the whole thing that that uh, Sarah andor uh, uh, Aussie nerd. We're, we're talking about that this is kind of a a lighter, better version. This, this is in response to our Batman and Robin mm-hmm. episode. Like, oh, well, this is a better version of that. Yeah. Which I, I would have to say, yeah, yeah, I guess. But,
0: I mean, that's not – you're not making a bold claim there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. But at
0: least in this world, Superman and Batman don't stop fighting because their moms share the same Holy name. Holy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe it. Marta.
1: When, when you, you you told me about that before, and then I saw the movie, and like he has got to be exaggerating a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, to, I told you out of context. Yeah, that's it sounds so fucking stupid. It, yeah. By the like, way, their moms stopped They stopped fighting because of their moms. Also, in context, that's yes. really fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I compared that scene to all uh, to uh, there will be blood another mm. the milkshake scene. Yeah. Okay. Taken out of context. Yes. That soo- That looks. That sounds so stupid. Like you drink his milkshake. What the fuck does that mean? That's yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. But you have to see the movie to get. Yeah. Why that's so right. significant? If,
1: if you watch the movie, that scene. That's a. That's a crazy high. In, high emotional scene. Yeah. But then you just hear people repeating it all the time for no, no reason. Yeah. I, I drink your
0: milkshake. Yeah. No. No. I drink your milkshake. Yeah.
1: The guys are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I did. Uh, there was a couple of voices that I recognized. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out who this was. Uh, I think one of the guys was the voice of Pinky uh, from Pinky and the Brain. Uh, uh shoot, Maurice. In? Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I think he was the Riddler. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson. That was the Pinky. Yeah. Uh, Maurice was was uh was brain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Rob Paulson. Yeah, I, I recognize his voice right away because I, I I heard his interview one time. And I just I just went like this huge bender on all, everything Rob Paulson because I, mm-hmm. I love that guy. Uh, so there the, was the, some of that that was like, all right, that's cool uh other voices i thought i recognized but then it turns out i didn't when i looked it up who these people were like i don't know half these people (laughs) uh just uh just go rob paulson man (laughs) all right let's see let's just go to how this movie goes so it starts off like like a lot of movies do this is this is present and then we go flashback and then build back up to present, kind of like Deadpool kind of did it. Mm-hmm. Where it starts off at this one scene, then all right, let's let's bring it back to the beginning, bring it to where we are now, and then we'll go on with the rest of the movie type of thing, mm-hmm. which is which is fine. It, it starts off, it, it does kind of make me curious the, mm-hmm. the the beginning part where you see Batman Superman pretty much being defeated by the Joker and 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 Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and like so what, what happened? Well, three days earlier, uh, cut to uh, Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne are, for, are somehow up up for a medal uh, in, in Gotham or Metrop- is this Metropolis? I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Wherever they are, they're they're up for the Person of the Year award. Uh-huh. Lex Luthor thinks he's going to win, but Bruce Wayne ends up winning, and uh, Lex Luthor's kind of pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And then through the Joker shows up and like, hey, I'm going to take every, I'm robbing everybody, steals wallets and stuff, petty petty thievery, which I feel like is, should be above the Joker, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I guess in this world, uh, yeah. So then the Joker crashes the party. Lex Luthor breaks. Oh, but the Joker gets caught. Be, because uh, Robin comes in and Batman comes in there and they start fighting and
0: it's it's hard to have a, uh... I'll, I'll tell you what At, just go over the three main parts of this movie. okay because yeah. well, it's, it's hard because to have, we like... gotta we gotta talk about Master Disguise dude there, we gotta the... talk about this classic <laughs> that was fucking recommended to us for months yeah there,
1: there's a lot of action scenes which are kind of hard to do with Lego pieces uh-huh. uh, because you can't really show punching and kicking and whatnot. So you have, you have to make it bigger and mm-hmm. throw stuff in people in the walls and everything. But ba- basically the way this whole thing goes down is uh Joker gets put in jail. Lex Luthor wants to take down everybody. Uh, he's got to take down Batman Superman. So his plan is I got to take him down. Oh, I'm running along kryptonite. Joker has kryptonite somehow. I don't know how, why or how. Okay. <laughs> Go to the Joker. Hey, can you give me kryptonite? Sure. Let me just mix these chemicals together and make kryptonite. What? Yep. Yeah. I, I thought Kryptonite came from Krypton. I yeah. think that was that's yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. point. Alright. Uh but he's in, <laughs> he goes in a lab, he starts mixing chemicals together to make kryptonites for Lex Luthor to power his his uh deconstruction ray, which uh takes shiny black objects and disassembles them. Uh be, and that's good for the Joker because all of Batman's toys are black, shiny objects. Oh my god. So they gotta get the kryptonite, they make the kryptonite, Batman goes to get the kryptonite from them. Turns out they got fake kryptonite. Because that kryptonite had a tracking device on it, which led Joker and Luther back to the Batcave, mm-hmm. uh, where the actual kryptonite was, where Batman has a huge stockpile of kryptonite. Yes. And uh, Rob's like, why do you have that? Well, in case Superman goes evil, we got to be able to take him down. Like, well, but
0: if he mentions Martha, I, by default, have to stop fighting. <laughs> right, right, yes. That's how, that's how it goes.
1: It's a safe <laughs> word.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So,
1: now they're, uh, there's, there's so many things in this movie that are kind of just weird, but moving the plot along. Uh, uh, Joker's in prison Lex Luthor gets him out To do mm-hmm. this whole thing To start the whole process And in the process Breaks out all the other guys From the prison mm-hmm. uh, Like I said There's a whole there's a whole theme Running throughout the movie Where Batman hates Superman And he's like Being like a Kind of a dick about it mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm too proud To ask for help Even though I'm about to die Superman has this thing Where he comes in and out Whenever it's convenient Like oh hey sorry I was stopping this uh, Volcano from erupting So sorry I was late Let me save you real quick Oh wait what I hear something else And goes away so in, in, in this in this world, Superman pretty much is uh is not in charge of only Metropolis. <laughs> He's in charge of the world, I guess. Let's see. Uh, so now, by the way, Lex Luthor is is also running for president. Uh, and the election for presidency is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of weird subplot. He does become a president in the comics, does he? Mm-hmm. Okay. But for this movie to introduce, like, have a theater, like, oh, by the way, he's running for president in the election <laughs> tomorrow. Like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Batman at one point tells Commissioner Gordon, like, I don't think that's a good idea. I think he's kind of a bad person. And the commissioner's like, well, maybe you should be telling people this. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> good. There's little jokes mm-hmm. like that. The things that I, I feel like were meant to be jokes. And I think the movie knows it's not being, trying to be serious. Yeah. But this, this is, this is, it's a kids' movie for sure. Yeah. This is, this is a kids' movie. Much like Master of Disguises. It's Legos. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. Why don't you just tell us the the, <laughs> the that scene with the uh, where they supposedly die? Yeah.
1: So now we finally, eventually, get to the part where Batman and Superman are uh, going. They go up to meet Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and uh, they come in the lobby like, "Hey, we're here, to see you, Lex Luthor. What's your names? Batman, Superman. Are those last names? No, oh, just it's like share. All right." He's, he's, so he's expecting
0: you. The dialogue's dumb for kids. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah.
1: So they get they get upstairs. Lex Luthor's there. He hits Superman with a ray uh the Krypton uh, cryptographic ray, whatever mm-hmm. Kryptonian ray, uh, puts him down, and then throws this giant like canister of whatever on top of Batman. Okay, so now they're both dead, and then they Batman lifts up the thing that that just crushed him, and I'm thinking like, what the? This this was actually this was kind of cool. This okay. was I appreciated this part. Batman lifts up the entire tank off of him. Those off to the side. Superman get, wakes up like, oh, that was a good idea. Yeah, right. They, they
0: switch costumes.
1: They switch costumes. So now they, <laughs> they they switch head pe- the hair pieces and the back costume. Mm-hmm. The, they switch pants. So so Batman got hit with with the Krypton ray, which yeah. does nothing. Superman got crushed, which does nothing. Mm-hmm. So they're fine. Uh, oh, by the way, they, at this point, Superman's kind of low on power because he got hit with Krypton earlier. Yeah, uh, Kryptonite earlier, and they have, end up trying having to take the bus to get mm-hmm. to
0: Lex Luthor's place. <laughs> but he's still within vicinity. He's still within range of kryptonite, so Superman should still be weak.
1: Yeah. I guess it was a very focused, concentrated ray. Fine.
0: <laughs> so Joker gets into this giant uh,
1: Transformer, uh, Zol- uh, Zoron, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Power Ranger thing, concoction. Um, like a, me- a mecha suit? Right. Mech suit? Yeah. Pretty much. The Pacific Rim uh, type of stuff. Yeah! Where, so now Joker's walking around with this whole thing. Oh, by the way, Lex Luthor needs Joker to make him kryptonite and also to use Joker's gas because Joker's gas makes uh, mind-control people whatever. Hmm. And uh, the whole thing is Lex Luther's going to be president because of the mind-control gas and Joker will be vice president. Joker's not too big a fan of that. And uh, surprise, surprise, he double-crosses Lex Luthor. The gas on the people, now they're going to vote for Joker to be president. And I guess their the whole thing is we're going to start here in metropolis or gotham whatever they are and then go over the world around the world to convince everybody else i don't know so they, there's, there's a battle and uh batman ends up taking the joker and lex Uther on a way a journey throughout the entire city and and joker's firing these his, his krypton rays at him or whatever and uh then he zoomed there's a scene where like Ba- he finally catches up to Batman, and Batman tells Robin, "I'm not trying to outrun them. I'm trying to get caught." Type pretty much. He stops. Hey, we got you. Like, oh wait, but first, look—you're on TV. And then there's uh, the camera zooms out. There's a big—the the, the path that he was going around the city ended up being the face of the Joker mm. with the with where he was shooting. So the Joker's like, "Oh, that's great," but then Lexi's like, "No, you idiot! People can see that from space." And then the uh, uh, Justice League guy who's ever in charge—he's Green. Is there a Martian green? Manhunter? Okay, he's like, "Oh." Uh, uh uh what are they called? Justice League. Justice League <laughs> Justice League team assemble and it goes around the universe and it shows the flash, it shows the Green Lantern, it shows uh Wonder Woman. Uh so the guy that has a black and white suit. It's like half black and half white or something. Cyborg? cyborg? Sure. Is it a robotic
0: suit? Yes. Yeah, cyborg? cyborg. Okay. So is he part of the Justice League? Yeah. He's in the Superman Batman movie. Is he? He's the half man who's like oh! he's on the table. Oh, okay. In one of the open files things?
1: Yeah. Okay. I was wondering who that was wondering yes, what that was. like I don't that's gonna that be guy. Cyborg. Okay, I never heard of Cyborg. Yeah, Teen Titans. i don't watch Teen Titans. Good. <laughs> Just like I shouldn't be watching this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but, <laughs> but yeah, so the Avengers come and they pretty much uh once Lex Luthor Luther and Joker finds out. Oh shit! The the uh, Justice League. The second the second tier Avengers are coming. Uh, then <laughs> like oh crap, we're screwed. What are we gonna do? Lex Luthor's like, well, I kind of hate Batman. Or, hey, Bruce Wayne, so let's go destroy his building. So they just, for whatever reason, they, they kind of give up fighting, but like, eh, if we're going to die, <laughs> might as well go down taking down Bruce Wayne's building. Okay. So they're bringing the building down, and they're all fighting him, and they somehow figure out, oh, we got to take out the battery in his chest of the suit, and that will power everything down. Hmm. So they do their whole teammate thing and whatever. Uh, uh, Green Lantern is making things, and it's – for for an action sequence, it's decent. But, again, because it's Legos, you couldn't go so far. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, so they, they end up taking the power source out and capturing everyone. Everybody's happy. And then at the very end, there's this heart-to-heart moment where, like, hey, Batman, you need us to help you rebuild the Batcave? And he's like, no, I don't want to. And Robin's like, come on. Say it. You can say it. Repeat after me. We need help. <laughs> Fine. We need help. <sighs> and Superman's like, oh, you want my help? Not you. I'm talking to <laughs> Green Lantern. Uh,
0: so kind of happy ending, whatever. That's the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't find like trivia or box office because this was straight to DVD. Right. All Shocking. I know is. Shocking. All I know is on Rotten Tomatoes, it, it is certified fresh at 88%. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But that's only because like, like, five five critics <laughs> okay. uh, reviewed it.
1: Right. Gave it high ranking. Is there a lot of reviews for? And there's no
0: audience sc- uh, score oh. either. So, so this is
1: straight to DVD, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there a lot of that for straight to DVDs? They just like yeah, they get, skip it?
0: Yeah, they get reviewed. Okay. Not by a lot, like like uh, like Superman, Batman had something like over 125 reviews. Like a straight to DVD would get like 10, okay, something like that. So the parts that you did see, what, what was your opinion about it? I saw the first half and or some of the first half. It was I was just bored by it. Okay. I don't like this Lego style. Oh no, no, I'd I'd rather watch just the animated series. Oh, of
1: course, if, if you had a choice, of yeah. course you'd choose the animated series. Uh, it's it, it's not it's not too bad that i mean i i, I kind of enjoy it because mm-hmm. my fascination with legos and i think the way the Le- when the lego movie came out and i saw it and i actually liked it i was just like oh thank god and so it kind of maybe has a little bit of a that kind of forgiveness factor
0: but yeah okay. that's, that's that was that man okay well thanks for <laughs> recommending the super the batman justice league movie yeah there's just there's not a whole lot of meat here yeah it's,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a hard movie to review because there's there's really not that much meat mm-hmm. and it's I like go through every single line that was that it was kind of funny but that's that's not that's not the point of the show
0: yeah <laughs> now we're on to the main movie The master of disguise oh. this movie was directed by perry andelin blake this was his first directing gig
1: oh oh
0: he does have work before this though okay he does he have work after this he yes <laughs> oh no the production designer for all of Adam Sandler's movies. So he has no directing experience, just designing the look of movies and the sets and all that stuff.
1: By the way, I didn't know this was an
0: Adam Sandler joint. It says right there in the beginning, three seconds in Happy Madison. As soon as I
1: turned it on, I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. That was my first like, Mm -hmm. oh,
0: no. This movie stars (laughs) Dana Carvey, Jennifer Esposito, James Brolin, and Harold Gould. Uh, You missed a pretty big name there. Who? Brent Spiner. Oh, yeah. Data. Data. Spinner. My bad. Is it Spinner? Yeah. Uh, I feel like a Spiner. Go ahead. H- how many all N's right. are in there or in the name? If it's one N, it's Spiner. It's one N. Spinner would oh, be shit. two N's. All right. All right. Let me give you a brief synopsis. An Italian waiter fights off a criminal mastermind with his inherited powers of disguise. Guys, have you ever seen this before? I actually have. Oh, wh- oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Why?
1: Uh it, it it was because I was just curious about this Dana Carvey oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I blocked out a lot of it. Uh, like, I, f- I forgot Brent Spiner was in it at all. Uh, but now that I'm deep
0: in the Star Treks, I, just, I, I remembered it. Mace have you ever seen this before? <laughs> hmm? Have you ever seen this movie before? Um, I have saw a couple of bits. When I saw the turtle bit, I just kind of like said, no more. No, I'm asking prior to the show. Oh, you no, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 this movie came out when we were 18. Yeah, I knew to avoid this fucking thing. I did too. I didn't. I didn't see it till. I've never liked Dana Carvey. Oh no, I never found him to be funny. His stupid little, uh, President Bush bit, like not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Yeah, I fucking hate that. <laughs> that's the most annoying shit in the world to me. I fucking hated this movie so much. This is now officially. On the bottom of my list as the worst thing we've ever done. Oh, wow. I almost quit this fucking show because of this movie. <laughs> wow. I'm not joking. Really? I wanted to call you and say, I'm done. What? <laughs> 90, 92 episodes, I can't anymore. After this, I can't. Wow. I was... Jesus I was three Christ. seconds from calling you to quit this fucking show because of this fucking movie. Oh, Because this guy has been recommending it to us for months <laughs> on Twitter, through email. Hey, when are you doing do Master of Disguise? You're going to love it. 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 Really? Did we fucking love it? No. Did anyone in this room love this movie? I don't think anybody in the world loved this movie. Oh, my God. This movie made me so mad because this is not... You always tell me that my horror movies are not real movies. Right. This is not a real movie. No. This is just... Bad SNL scenes, y- yes. stitched together to make a somewhat coherent movie, right? Incoherent movie, I should say. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's. I didn't. I didn't even crack a smile once throughout this entire movie. I didn't laugh
1: once. Not. Not even close. I was bored through the whole thing. The parts that were supposed to be funny that I knew were supposed to get a laugh, I got sad because, uh-huh. like, what you thought that was going to work. Uh huh. Oh no, mm-hmm. poor Dana Carvey. Because I I remember seeing it a long time ago and not thinking it was I remember thinking it was bad I don't remember it being this this bad mm-hmm. and since then I've I've seen other Dana Carvey things and I'm like all right uh, maybe my memory whatever was in a bad place in my mind yes. then I watched it and I'm like okay I I I don't
0: I don't know if I have any respect left for Dana Carvey at this point and what makes me sad is Josh Brolin's in this not Josh Brolin James Brolin yeah Josh Brolin's dad right who I like he's a good guy yeah. And he, this must have, he must have owed the IRS money or something to do this movie. I don't know what the fuck's yeah going on here. I, I had the same kind of thought with David Spiner. It's like, well, you're right. It is Spiner. Thank you. With uh, an A and I. Yeah,
1: I and Uh Yeah, I've, I've heard him interviewed a couple times, so it's this way. Hmm. You bastard. Yeah, but I remember seeing him, and uh, I, I remember because I saw his name when I first started watching it this this last most recent time. Mm-hmm. I saw his name pop, I was like, oh shit, data, that's cool. And then he comes on and like, all right. He's a he looks like a he looks like data just the evil version of data with a goatee mm-hmm. uh but then he starts getting into his bits every every single every scene was just like that's the best you can do for this scene
0: yes now usually when a movie's made you have to you usually have to re- revise scripts here and there yeah, you give it to a bunch of punch, people that are actually funny you can punch, punch it up punch up some jokes yeah. You have to send it to the studio to get studio approval because this was a studio picture. So, no one at well, the studio. Fair, it's a Sandler studio. No one. <laughs> no, that's a production company. Oh. They had to go to a studio. Oh, no. That distributed this. So, someone at wherever, Universal, Paramount, whatever. I don't even, I didn't even bother checking right now. I'm not even fact checking right <laughs> okay, now. Okay. Fuck this movie. <laughs> so that means someone at a studio saw this script. Yes. And said, yep, we're passing it. Let's but I love it. Let's I,
1: go. I I can't. I can't how believe
0: how the fuck did this movie get made? And <laughs> why would anybody be interested in seeing this movie? I I, I don't know. Is this? A, would you say this is a kids movie? Th- this has to be
1: directed at like four year olds. This has to be a kids movie. Yes, right? but like like kid to the point of like uh this like a the, retarded. This kid? is gonna the the lead in <laughs> for this on TV is Dora the Explorer. You watch the door the explore first, and then you go into this because the 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 the, the comedy and the humor I guarantee is, is would make one of those kind of kids laugh. Like and the 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 the, the turtle scene that show was talking about. He's, his whole thing is he's impersonating a turtle at, at the turtle club. At the turtle club, and his whole impression is saying turtle over and over mm-hmm. again. Turtles don't say turtle. Yeah. Cows don't say hey cow cow cow. This isn't
0: a fucking Pokemon where they're right. saying their goddamn name. <laughs> right? Exactly. Pika pika. Yes. <laughs> Blastoise. But the thing that made me so sad about this
1: is I, I have to believe in my heart that Dana Carvey was writing this down and be like, "Oh, this is gonna fucking kill. This is gonna be great." <laughs> and then it comes out and like, "Oh no, no! <laughs> Turns out you're not funny, bro. If this is the best you have to offer, this is your shot to get because he, he's he's known for for doing impressions. That's his whole thing. Yeah. So I got a whole movie that I can all my impressions can come out in the best way possible." And this is what comes out. It's like, holy hell. It's re- It's, it's it, Like I said, this movie is more depressing than anything else because when the funny scenes, quote unquote, happened,
0: my reaction was like, no, you thought that was funny. I can't- That's so sad. Mm-hmm. It hurt me. It hurt yeah. me. Yeah. All the impressions in here are bad. I didn't like any of his impressions. I didn't like any of his little bits. No. I hated every minute of watching this movie. Yeah. I I wish I had my hour and I mean, thank God this is an hour and 15 minutes. This is barely a movie. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I kept looking at my watch every 3 minutes like what how much fucking long do I have of this movie? It's it's unbelievable. I cannot I felt I I feel so bad mm-hmm. for the other people in this movie. Okay. <laughs> because they had to have read the script and their agents have to have told them, yeah. Go ahead, Jennifer Esposito, sign on. Yeah. This is, a, this is a good role for you. Who the fuck thinks that this is a good role for them? I. You could have filmed this with a bunch of, like, uh, JC students, JC theater students. Right. You don't need James Brolin or anyone here. No. Do you think this movie would actually just be played for children only, like, under the age of five or six? Well,
1: see, the the, the only thing that uh, goes against that. Is the the cameos in, that are in the movie? Yeah, the
0: kid's not going to know Michael Johnson or no. Jesse the Body Ventura,
1: right? Or Jessica Simpson or
0: or whoever Bo Derek, or yeah, Bo Derek. Do you think they're just doing that for the children so the children know who they are when they get older? No, I, it has to be for the parents who who were dragged there by their right. But even if I'm a kid, I look at that. I'm like, I don't. I wouldn't want to watch this.
1: I don't know. My my daughter likes that those Chihuahua movies oh, with the well, was it George Lopez? The Hollywood Chihuahua or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yeah. She so put it on and I was, I was, I was in the room watching it with her and like, what are you doing? Why are you watching this? You're not allowed to watch this anymore. It was just, it was just cause it was just so, it was just so dumb. It was so, so dumb. <sighs> uh, but, ah. Uh, no, everything in this movie is dumb. Yeah. Everything. Uh, there's not, there's not one, there's, nothing redeeming about this. Even the, the effects? No effects. What effects? The effects were awful. The effects were, let's pan the camera off to the left and then pan it back to the right so you can see that, oh, now it's a different person. Once, they they brought a mask off, mm-hmm. and that was kind of a cheesy still. But for the most part, it's, it's shift the camera angle, shift it back.
0: Oh, he changed back to his normal self. Mm-hmm. All right. Or how about the effect? I When I saw this, I, I, was, I almost just turned it off and said, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it was that Turtle Club scene, and... He bites the nose off the guy. Oh, right! And he spits it back on the guy's face, and the guy's like, <gasps> yep. "So in this world, his his nose was removed right off of his face, but and not, it got put back on, but not like removed where and a hole where the where it yeah, used to be. It was just a blank, the skin
1: section. covered section. Yeah, it healed itself momentarily and then yeah. came back.
0: Yes, there are so many dumb bits and jokes. I don't even want to go through the stupid fucking story. No, I just want to sit here and complain. That's fine. So, I'm totally down. So in this world, the only reason there's like peace and order is the Disguisey family, right? This, by the way, that's their last inbred name. Inbred fucking family. The last name is Disguise's. Yes, yeah. this inbred fucking family who only produces masters of disguise. They're the ones responsible for keeping peace in the world. So. There were no disguises in Europe during the Holocaust. There were no disguises mm-hmm. right. in, the, in Africa during the slave trade. It, it
1: shows some cutback scenes to like they got the they got Abraham Lincoln elected because Abraham Lincoln, the original guy, was a dullard. So he comes out on stage and he's like, hey, guys, let's party. I like to move it. Movement comes on. With a
0: guy who looks nothing like Abraham Lincoln.
1: No. And then apparently uh, they stopped George Washington from chopping down a cherry tree because they were disguised as a tree.
0: Uh-huh. uh well, later in this movie, you forget he disguises himself as a cherry pie. That's right. How I don't even want to talk about the logistics behind that. <laughs> it almost felt, it almost seemed like he was shrunk to the shape of a pie, and when his hand came out, he then became a human again. That's I feel like that that was the effect they were going for. I don't, I don't know. And then they're, re- I don't think this is for, I, I don't know if this is for kids because they're referencing Scarface, right? They're referencing Jaws, true. They're referencing The Exorcist. When the grandpa shows up, they're playing the. Okay. D-dun. They're playing the theme song of The Exorcist, and and it's that shot when Father Marin shows up outside of the house. Okay, I did. I, I remember hearing something like that sounds very familiar. Yeah, and that's, I like that. That's sound. That's supposed to be The Exorcist. Okay. So I don't know why. Why the, uh, the, from the cameos to these adult movie references, who is this movie for? I don't know. This this I feel like, and also because of all the cameos
1: and all these people, like like you're saying, I feel bad for everybody that's in this movie. Yeah. This has got to be like. Dana Carvey spent all his life building up goodwill through everything he's done and he's cashing in all his favors all his chips to everybody and hey all you gonna be remember all those times I made you laugh you're gonna be in my movie mm-hmm. and then boom he, did he do anything after this I think he, felt like he, he
0: had to have disappeared I'll let you know in trivia alright this was. oh I'm sorry the studio here was Columbia oh boy are they still around which is now owned by Sony it's okay. a division of Sony so someone at Columbia was probably fired yeah or maybe not. I don't know. I can't. There's fucking movies coming out that are as bad as this all the time. I can't. Uh, so your boy Data, he wants to <laughs> steal treasures from around the world, but he's pretty much just stealing American objects. Right. What are you going to do? We find out later that he there's a black eBay, black market eBay. Right. They're selling this stuff on. Run by Kevin Nealon. Yes. So they're selling the Constitution, the Liberty Bell, whatever. Yeah. And the way they're able to steal this is, is James Brolin in disguise as like Michael Johnson. Hey, can I borrow the U.S. Constitution? Sure. Gold medal Olympic winner, Michael Johnson. Yeah. Take it. No, that's not how this shit works. Jessica Simpson, I want to borrow the, uh, the, the NASA spacecraft. Sure. Take it. Mm hmm. Governor Ventura, I need to borrow, I need to borrow the Liberty Bell. Sure thing, Governor. Here you go. That's You're not even a governor of their fucking state that it's in. <laughs> You're governor of Minnesota. <laughs> Na- National Treasurer. Yeah. Nick Cage had to devise a fucking plan yes. just to touch the goddamn Constitution. Right. Exactly. Or the Declaration of Independence, right. I should say. Okay. They're two different documents. Yeah. Yeah. This Master of Disguise thing, he's not stealing anything. He's
1: asking for it. They're giving it to him because they think he's a celebrity, which doesn't happen in the real world anyway. Yeah you you couldn't
0: there's no special favors of that nature of that magnitude, yeah the fucking president can't even walk in there and say, "Hey, can I borrow the Constitution right and that's the leader of the fucking supposed free world that the no. bankers control oh god
1: there, there was a, a scene that I was expecting i was I was ready to 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 laugh at something i was I was expecting and hoping that I was going to get at least a laugh out of this mm-hmm. it's, it's towards the end where they're uh they're fighting and uh dead was it uh dana carvey's fighting uh data mm-hmm. and they go- get on top of the Na- the nasa space shuttle thing uh-huh i'm just please, give me some sort of star trek joke of data being on a space station or some. So that i was just like hoping like take a shot and there was there was nothing there was no reference to yeah, he's, he's being Data. they're not
0: smart enough to write a reference like that also you know what else is really stupid your boy data yeah every time he laughs oh my it's God. a fart joke and it's, it's not even like a real
1: fart. It's just like it's like a, a fart in a can type of... Like yeah. the, the one you make with your mouth. It's
0: like a Foley fart. It's, yeah. like, it's like the Foley artist just... Uh, I guess I can get this rubber balloon and just squeeze it. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it was just they Put yeah. your tongue out of your mouth and, and, and blow. uh uh-huh. yeah, he's like... <laughs> and then it gets uncomfortable. And then it's an awkward silence. Yeah. And then it cut to next scene. Yeah. And I felt like... Oh, God. Dana Carvey... I, his Italian accent in this movie, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's doing an impression of an Italian guy. What? That's his voice through the whole fucking movie? Right. He's such such an idiot. He's an easy, he's, 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 he's cause they're all inbreds. They're all inbred to be masters of disguise. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's a fucking moron. So, oh my, oh my God.
1: So, the, the, the whole thing is like the, uh, uh, data steals, uh, Mr. Disguise's wife and like I'm holding your wife hostage that's why you're going to see all this stuff for me and every now and then cut back to her in the kitchen and uh there's some sort of, so there's something happening in the background that's going to like oh she's going to die because of fire mm-hmm. or hands coming out of the flour yeah and all of a sudden one time she's just like all right, yeah I'm not under your mind control anymore look at the camera huh moving on there's, there's nothing nothing made sense nothing needed to uh-huh. be here uh-huh. it was just it was just a bunch of like it was just Danny Carvey trying to Show. I, I think he thinks he was showing off, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, check out all the range I got with all my characters, all that stuff you saw on SNL." That's nothing. Check this out. And then he goes through the thing. It's like, wow It's
0: just, uh There's
1: there's not a lot of words.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I'm I I am angry that I watched this movie. Like I am legitimately angry when I when this was done. Apparently, there's a scene after the credits. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. Because if you watch, as soon as it's said directed by, I fucking immediately, I'm done. Yep. But if you watch through the credits, uh-huh. it's outtakes. Oh, no. It's like additional outtake scenes, like him trying to do Bush and Scarface oh, no. and all this stuff. So when it gets to the very end, it's the Ferris Bueller ending. Hey, what are you still doing here? Go home. Then it goes to Black. And then it comes back on. Hey, you're still here. Go home. Then it goes to Black. And then it's his dog. Going rough, 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 and then it's go home. Text go home. Wow. Who? <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I, I don't understand. Uh huh. <laughs> <Because laughs> so let me ask you this, Adam. You always hate on my horror movies, saying they're not real movies. Yeah, my horror movies must look like fucking gold now. Oh next yeah, to yeah. This right? Yes. yes. This, This. Yeah.
1: This this like you're saying the worst worst I, I agree with you worst movie we've ever done on this entire show. This is probably Maestro's Show's number 1 movie. Right. <laughs> Why? Why? I, I almost feel like this should this is out, should be out of the running cuz it's, it's like too much <laughs> of a bell curve type of thing. <laughs> but it's it's really bad. Mhm. What was your least favorite scene? My uh least favorite It's has it as it's the farting thing with with the uh, with Data. Okay. That, that just every time I saw the first time I saw it was like oh no. Mhm. But then as I noticed it's like,
0: oh, no, that's going to be reoccurring. Like, uh-huh. oh, no. It's really. This was not my least favorite scene. But the uh, thing that really made me mad was, okay, in this world, I'll give you that you're a really good disguise artist. You can put on a mask and you can mimic your voice to sound like Michael Johnson and Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay. I'll give you that. But then when Pistachio disguise, Dana uh-huh. Carvey, needs help. He opens the magic ball that his grandfather gave him. Yeah. So in this world, magic exists. Right. So now if magic exists and the grandpa can put himself in a pre-recorded message in a magic ball, (laughs) then what's the point of disguising yourself using masks and voice, you changing your voice when now magic exists in this world? Yeah. And if that message is a pre-recorded message... The grandpa is interacting with the little boy. Oh, that's a good plan. Yeah. No, this is a pre-recorded message, right, grandpa? They they have a
1: similar type of joke thing. Uh, I say joke. They have the similar <laughs> type of uh, uh, plot device that's mm-hmm. happening in this movie, where they go to this book and they open oh, up the God. book, and it's a pop-up book. It's a pop-up book, and is it's it's directly referencing what's happening in that scene at that moment. Yes. Like, uh, the grandpa, you're gonna leave. You gotta train me. Uh, I can't. Sorry. Open the book. Up. Oh, grandpa cannot train you. He must leave, like he said, or so, something like exactly like
0: word for word. What just happened? No. He says, "Grandpa, why don't you rescue my dad?" And he says, "Open the book." And he says, oh, yeah. And it says, "Only a uh, master of disguise son can save the pedants, not the grandpa."
1: Right. And then fast forward to later, the girl's like, "I don't know if I want to do this whole thing about dating, go, going uh-huh. to be on a date with Data," mm-hmm. and like, "Well, let me check it out." Turns out if a level 1.5 apprentice has an assistant sometimes they must go on dates with creepy old guys yes like exactly what she said I don't mm-hmm. want to go on a date with a creepy old guy mm-hmm. like what <laughs> I just, I, again I, and I'm picturing them behind the scenes high-fiving each other
0: like this is gonna oh fucking this kill. Is fucking gold dude. oh my god oh man it's a papa book you get it holy shit it's a tome but it's mm-hmm. a papa book oh they're gonna lose their shit the audience in the theater are fish the theater is the barrel <laughs> fish in a barrel we're gonna make them all laugh i think we should all retire from this movie with all the money we're gonna be making mm-hmm. let me tell you hey they're on the phone hey mr sandler you get another million ready because <laughs> that's gonna be your producer fee once this thing hits gold i'm thinking a sequel masters of disguise <laughs> oh, oh shit with his children becoming the new masters with my way too hot wife
1: that found me attractive after i became uh i
0: felt really bad for her dude oh my god she she's really pretty. She's she, so she, she, so so hot. She's on a show, I think on Showtime or Stars. She's on some show now. Okay. She was like in Crash and she was in other things. She's really pretty, Jennifer Esposito. Absolutely. But like uh, th- these are roles that you take when you're like really starting off acting. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, I guess I'll be in this horror movie." Like Jennifer Aniston, "Oh, I guess I'll be in Leprechaun." And then she goes oh, off from she? Leprechaun to another oh, no. movie to France. <laughs> like you ha- you got to start at the bottom to get Somewhere, but like, I feel really bad. Like, wow, you fucking still made movies after you were in this movie? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> you must have an amazing agent. Right. No, well, a horrible agent first to get you in this movie. <laughs> That's what I said earlier. Yeah. Who, who is recommending Josh James Brolin to Data Right to Jennifer Esposito? Hey, Dana Carvey, you remember he was on SNL a few years ago? Well, he's doing a movie, and it's going to kill. Ari Gold would not recommend this to no. anyone.
1: No. Nobody again. It, uh, it's I, I'm I'm, some, I'm every time I'm I'm picturing these people being approached about this movie, them knowing that they're mm-hmm. in this movie and being mm-hmm. okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like Jessica Simpson, the, the Ventura guy, like what but are, are they leaving their maybe they're showing them that scene only like oh, that's kind of funny. I'm being, I'm being kind of in character, bad character. Oh, it's kind of funny. But then we put it all together. It's just like, it just, it's just all just one giant pile of nothing.
0: They're like, hey, I know I'm only, I'm only, I know I'm only in this one scene, but, uh, what's, what's happening? Uh, I only got one page of this script. Oh, that's all you need. You don't have to know about yeah the plot or anything else. Turns out you're Dana Carving.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yep. Okay. Ready and action. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I'm Dana Carving. <laughs> Do I need to talk like him? No, no, no. Just talk like yourself. Be exactly who you are. But you're also Dana
0: a mm-hmm. That turtle scene? I, I can't. No, yeah. That, 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 that's the that's the most upsetting. That's the most the thing that bothered me the most. Because he's dressed like a human turtle. Right. And there's a scene where he sticks his head in his quote unquote shell. Right. But there's so much room in that suit that we get the camera. The point of view of the camera is now facing up from the inside. And you see all these three guys looking in. They're like, hello. And there's almost like an echo. You're telling me that suit has that much room in there. And did you see when he turned around? His suit was shaped, had drawings of a shell. Oh, did it?
1: Oh yeah. boy! Mm-hmm. No, I, I missed that. Yeah, that—that that was the absolute dumbest part of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Because that's not even to the skies are you're, you're, you're trying to be a turtle. Are you mm-hmm. trying to convince them that you're a turtle, or that you're a person
0: that just loves turtles way too much? Which is why you're a member of the Turtle Club, right? How did you get through life this way? <laughs> I don't. And why is that bodyguard letting him in? Yeah, granted, your date's hot, but her hotness shouldn't. No, even if it's if it's that exclusive
1: that. of a club, then no. She's way too hot. Mm-hmm. It's very distracting, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he
0: doesn't even like her. No. Oh, her butt's too small. Right, she, she needs a butt like Mama.
1: Right, that's that's another joke that they think is gonna be funny because she's obviously super hot, but yeah. he's repulsed by her. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done with it. Right, right, right. You, you good?
0: I don't want to talk about it. All right. Anymore. Scarface. Say hello to my little friend. It's that stupid bit. The, the quince. That, that I think was
1: the closest uh, impression in the in the entire movie was the Scarface. I think one. his
0: George W. Bush was good at the end.
1: Yeah, but I, th- I feel like I've heard that too much that it's like it's mm-hmm. it's it was too cartoony now. I, I don't think I've ever seen him do uh, Scarface before. It was like all right. You got the and the the the, the quotes the that he was referencing like all right, I see I see what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. It's still get like a, a smile out of me or a laugh or anything. We're like all right, that's like it. Like that's
0: out of all the impressions, that was the better one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How so? When he becomes Quint, he's wearing the Quint from Jaws uniform. So he has the hat and like the 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 denim jacket, and right? Stuff. And slide burns. But then the scene right before that, he was Scarface with the shirt and the white pants, right? So how are these masters of disguises where are they putting these clothes? Where are they getting these clothes from? Is it the magic coming into effect? Uh yeah. <laughs> it's the uh they had a
1: stupid word for it. Uh it's like, like the, Oh it was en- like the en- force. Energico. It was like the force, right? Yeah. Right. And also the whole thing about the, the the their masters of disguisedness is they they can make disguises out of whatever's around them. Yes. So I guess somehow he found a pair of khakis that he turned into the, the hat and the the vest. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> there's, there's nothing, nothing there's nothing making sense about it
0: yeah I I feel like this movie really is like a bunch of really shitty SNL sketches yeah because each scene the, the movie doesn't flow like how a normal movie flows it's just like this scene is gonna be this and right. then a random scene, and then it goes to this. it, like, it does, The editing doesn't allow it to flow like a normal movie does. No. It just It's just like several SNL sketches plugged into one. Right.
1: There, there's like, if you took out the parts that move the story along, mm-hmm. there's probably maybe a five, ten minute montage of an actual movie. Mm-hmm. The rest is just like, we need an excuse to throw this scene in yes. where we're doing this one bit.
0: How? Okay, what character can Dana do next? Hmm, let's yeah. see. Uh, yeah, that's what I think was going on in the script and with the director.
1: Maybe, now I don't know why I'm trying to make excuses for Dana Carvey, but he's like, he made a list of these are characters I want to do, mm-hmm. find a way to make this happen, and mm-hmm. they put together some fakakta story to kind of try to, as best as they could, do everything that Dana wanted to do, and this is the best they come up with. But again, th- I I thought he was a funny guy, I, but now I don't think he's funny, because if, if this is his movie, he's starring, he has control over, if he greenlit every scene... Then he must be thinking, this is like I said, this is going to be funny. So now you are, your sense of humor of cards has been revoked, in my in my opinion. I, I, I can't imagine thinking he's funny than anything else after this.
0: So this is officially on the bottom of your list. Yeah. This is number
1: 92 Absolutely. out of 92. Absolutely. And that's including the shadow and the uh, grabbers. Grabbers. They live. Yeah. Because those at least the were zombie beavers. The zombie beavers, even. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be above this, sure. Because <laughs> th- those at least. As as, as as I thought, they were dumb, uh-huh. but they were still movies. Oh, they're real movies. Yes, this this was not like you're saying the sketches. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it because I was trying to not think about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these are just a bunch of sketches to put together. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's one sketch. It, it should this whole movie should have been one sketch in SNL. Yeah, and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. But it became an entire movie.
0: So the next time we watch a horror movie, think back to Master of Skies, saying, "Well, yeah. at least Matt's horror movie, right." is uh, at least a real movie.
1: I guess that's the silver lining here. <laughs> that now that uh it's kind of like that whole thing of Fight Club that uh you have to hit rock bottom first before you can kind of start rebuilding type of thing. Yeah. So, uh this is my rock bottom of movies. Yes. <laughs> maybe I maybe I'll come out of this with a new appreciation for for movies in general. Mhm. Because it's not this
0: bad. I don't know, we'll see. Well, sea salt. Um I don't know what you see in this movie, because you sent us several emails, several tweets saying, "Let me know when you do Master of Skies. It's going to be great. He's not, he, You're going to love it." I don't. I I want to believe that he's. Is he doing this ironically? Yes, I think I think this is a punishment for for some reason. Maybe maybe or, all the foreigner he, comments that we keep making. Or does he <laughs> legitimately like this movie? I don't know. I don't. I hope not. Based on the tweets and just. I don't know.
1: Because how much of that is kind of like, uh, yeah. I, like, yeah, I, sarcastic, I, I, ironic? Like, oh, you guys are in for a treat. Is he mad, Are you mad at us? He <laughs> Is that is that did we do something? Am I not social enough on the social medias? I try to get on there, man. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. I don't have time all the time.
0: <laughs> so you're done, Adam. Yep, okay, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials—the critics. On um, Rotten Tomatoes, there are no good reviews, so I'm decided to read you just bad reviews. All right. Dan Feinberg of LA Weekly said, the Master of Disguise represents Adam Sandler's latest attempt to dumb down the universe. Yeah. <clears throat> Jack Matthews of the New York Daily News says the film contains no good jokes, no good scenes, barely a, mo- a moment when Carvey's Saturday Night Live honed mimicry rises above the level of embarrassment. Peter Howell of the Toronto Star says, The only camouflage Carvey should now be considering is a paper bag to wear over his head when he goes out in public <laughs> to avoid being recognized as the man who built unsuspecting moviegoers. Yes. Elvis Mitchell of the New York Times says, It doesn't matter that the film is less than 90 minutes. It still feels like a prison stretch. Yeah, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun-Times, says, The movie is a desperate miscalculation. It gives poor Dana Carvey nothing to do that is really funny and then expects us to laugh because he acts so goofy all the time. Yeah. And finally, Jonathan Foreman of the New York Post says, no one but a convict guilty of some truly heinous crimes should have to sit through the master of disguise. Those are all good reviews. (laughs) Very well done. Now it's time for uh, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from zero to one hundred amongst critics and the audience. Zero to fifty nine percent is rotten. Sixty percent to eighty four percent is fresh, and eighty five percent and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let me save you some time. Uh, okay. I'm going to go zero on all of the zero above, across the board. Yeah, across the board. Okay. Uh one percent. It's one percent for the critics. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's
1: uh, you wheel of uh, prices right, bitch.
0: Thirty. 30- <laughs> But thirty one percent from the audience. Oh, oh no! No yeah. children.
1: There were children. No, or I've heard Sandler people. I've heard experiments where they put type uh, keyboards in front of monkeys and <laughs> just have them
0: pressing, and eventually they write a sentence. Or it could be Sandler followers. Oh my god! Normally, I would ask, would Paul Giamatti be in this movie? But no. I don't want to. No, I don't want to ask. If I had to guess, he would be. I don't know. Maybe the data character. I don't know. That know. would have made it interesting, though. Yeah.
1: Because even... Uh, he would have delivery of the stupid lines, at uh-huh. least. I, I could picture myself laughing at him farting after a laugh. Okay. I don't know why. I feel like he could pull it off in a way that's not like, oh, that's so sad. No, but the, the sound effect is so bad. All right. No. <laughs> There's no saving this.
0: So we're going to save Paul Giamatti that yeah. embarrassment. So we're not going to go over that Oh, segment. by the way, they yeah. had the audacity... To have a Bruce Willis
1: reference in this movie.
0: Oh, I forgot. Holy, f- I His forgot. His hairpiece too. from Die Hard 2. Yes.
1: How dare you <laughs> invoke the name of Bruce Willis in your shitty movie?
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. And that was on sale on the black market eBay. Yeah,
1: yes. I, I I like the fact that you put that next to the Declaration of Independence <laughs> and, and the Massive Station, whatever Space Apollo Pro. 11. Yeah. But how dare you? But by Bruce, but he saw it. Heron, Die yes, Hard he 2, right? Yes, that was that was another that was another thing. Attempt at a joke. Yeah. they're like, yeah, he's balding, but he still wore a hairpiece. That's how balding he is. Mm. No, you're an idiot. Get yeah. him, get him out of your movie.
0: He had hair in Die Hard three, right? Yeah, three. Yeah, it was. Right here. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Your picture, picture. Be, the picture behind me. Yeah, he's, him in Die that's Hard three. His, that's his hair. Yeah, yeah. When did he start going bald? He he shaved what? it all. He shaved it all off in four. Oh, I know. But like, what oh. movies ooh, ooh. was he
1: starting to uh, really lose it? Death becomes her. No, he had it. No, that was early. That was early Bruce Willis. That was
0: before Diary 3. Uh, The first
1: time I think he went full bald was Tears of the Sun. Oh, yeah. I think that's the first time he he just embraced it fully. Mm -hmm.
0: But then I told you, I hate when they make him rock toupees. Like in Lucky Number Eleven, he has like a really horrible toupee. Yeah. Just have him go bald. Yeah. I forgot about this Bruce Willis joke. Yeah. Um, Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. To date, Dana the Dan, uh, to date Dana Carvey's last starring role in a film until the Adam Sandler comedy Jack and Jill in 2011. So for nine years, Dana Carvey was put in movie jail essentially. Only nine years, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But then he was put in back in movie jail because Jack and Jill. That's the Sandler movie where Sandler plays the brother and the sister. Oh no, that's still part of jail. Yeah, I know. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's okay. back in jail. So
1: he, no, he hasn't Oh left yeah, in jail. he has <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is community service. Yeah.
0: This is this is pressing license plates. <laughs> what is he doing? Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler turned down the role of Pistachio Disguise, though Sandler remained on as a producer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dana Carvey then decided to take on the role himself. So, whoa. So Dana Carvey wrote this, and he's like, hey, Adam Sandler, hey, Jim Carrey, you want to be in this movie? He he wrote this not intending to
1: be the guy in it? Uh Uh-huh. And he thought a Jim Carrey would be well. On Jim Carrey
0: can do impressions. He can do voices and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know why Sandler. Is this not. is
1: obvious. This is an obvious. Uh, no, I can't. I, I refuse to believe he wrote this for somebody else besides himself. <laughs> That's crazy as hell. And of course, they turned it down. Mm-hmm.
0: Good for them. Good for Sandler. No, he deserves this. <laughs> Finally, the scene at the Turtle Club. Happened to be filming on September 11th,
1: 2001. Oh.
0: When word of the terrorist attacks reached the set, the cast and crew observed a moment of silence. That means they continued afterwards. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> now it's time for Money Makes the World Go Round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget. Oh, no. 16. One six sixteen million 16 million dollars. What? Give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. Uh, $1 million. Okay. 100000 In the U.S., uh, this grossed $40.3 <laughs> <laughs> million. Dollars. No, it didn't. <laughs> well, what? Overseas, it grossed $3 million, bringing its worldwide box office total to $43.3 million. Dollars. How much was it on the opening weekend? I'm going to get to that next. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's got to be
0: all of it. <laughs> This film debuted in third place on the weekend of August 2nd, 2, 2002, with 12.5 million. Oh, so it not making money after that. That's unbelievable. Number one that week was Signs. All right. And number two was Austin Powers in Gold Member. Okay. I love Gold. Oh, man. So it made an additional 28 million before it left I theaters. Can't. I can't. And I thought, is Box Office Mojo wrong? I then checked <laughs> it's IMD- I checked IMDb. It had the same numbers. And I checked another website. It had the exact same numbers. Unbelievable. So this movie made $40.3 million. That's not, I, this movie. Right. And it debuted in the top three
1: of well, its opening weekend. I, I, I would forgive the opening weekend because uh-huh. people got to be like, they, the previews have to show all the star power in, mm-hmm. in the movie, all the cameos and everything. That's The whole preview has to be just cameos. To get people to be like, oh, mm-hmm. I got to check this out. Tina Carvey, I like them on SNL. Let's see what he's got. Mm-hmm. So I, I opening weekend that it should have made the, the forty million there, and then subsequently a couple of bucks afterwards mm-hmm. <laughs> until they eventually realized what what have we done?
0: Yeah, <laughs> dear God.
1: <laughs>
0: now I couldn't find anything on Box Office Mojo. That's fine. There was no category for this. What category would this be? Um. Live action disguise disguisey movie. <laughs> disguisey, you went for disguisey or, imp- or imp- impersonation movie? There, there's no category. It's 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 got to be like TV to movie or something like that,
1: or straight to DVD because no one's ever gonna watch this again. Movie, no, like like it, like whatever Wayne's World is and Austin Powers, whatever category those are in, this it, is what that should be.
0: Because
1: mm. like what those sketches first
0: SNL alumni. Yeah, well, Austin Powers wasn't a sketch. No, oh, no. okay, good. But Wayne's World was right. But also with the Awesome Austin Powers, yes. Austin Powers was a original idea. Okay.
1: By the way, not a big fan of Williamsville either. And
0: uh, less so now.
1: <laughs> Just through osmosis. Okay.
0: That was 2002's, I don't even want to read this The Master Disguise, directed by Andaline Blake, Perry Andaline Blake. Check out our website com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Ratpack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests just like Sarah <laughs> and Sea Salt yeah. who requested stuff via iTunes. To our chagrin. Um... Next week, probably the biggest superhero movie of the year, Captain America Civil War, opens in theaters. Mm-hmm. So we here at Spoilers HQ decided to take a look back at the first ever Captain America film. Oh, you Ooh. thought I was talking about the Chris Evans Captain America first Avenger movie? No. Eh. I'm referring to the 1990 low budget feature film starring Matt Salinger, son of J.D. Salinger, author of Catcher in the Rye. Oh. Captain America. What? Is played by the son of the guy who wrote Catcher in the Rye. All righty. Uh, I don't know where you can find this. Good luck finding it. I actually own this DVD. <laughs> Do you? I, I had to buy it at Frank and Sons from like the back when the bootleg uh, DVD guy was there. Okay. I bought it from him years ago. Oh, all right. That guy's not there anymore. Interesting. The bootleg DVD guy. Well, there is a bootleg DVD guy, but the my bootleg DVD guy looked like the pedophile brother from <laughs> The Huntsman. All right. Looked exactly like that. Oh, no. It was him. That's a bad look. And you don't want to know what his name was? Uh-oh. Uh oh. What's the Ego. TV? Okay, ego. My name is Ego, and I have movies for you to watch. And he had this. He had garbage pail kids. He uh, he had like any like obscure TV show you watched as a kid or any obscure movie you saw as a kid. He had it in his collection. There, like, like physically there. Yeah, as a bootleg like wow copy so
1: that's that's, that's, a, that's
0: impressive so when i was like 20 i was like oh shit captain america i remember watching this as a kid i bought it and i watched it and i'm like oh this is different as an adult now <laughs> all right and this was way before all the marvel movies were right. coming out. so i'm like wow this is a this is their version of captain america jesus christ interesting I so good luck finding this i know it's definitely not on amazon.com okay where uh, you can click go to our website click the i don't even want to say it no this, this master disguise just pissed me off so much right no understood but I will give you a hint, though. I, I I will I will give you a little bit of something okay. about this movie. I know you haven't seen this yet. No. Make sure I'm, you oh, might no, have. I've seen it. All yeah. right. The Red Skull. Yeah. What is his nationality? Uh, German. No. Yeah, he's a German. Why right? oh, is he? Because he's a he's okay. a Nazi.
1: Right. But I feel like he was from somewhere else, and then he you went to the Germans just because of the power.
0: Nope. Okay. He's a German. Okay. In this movie, they make him Italian. Oh. Wait, what? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That's not... Mm-hmm. All right. I still like that rooftop fight scene. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so check out 1990s, not... Tw- i am got to repeat, not 2011's right. Captain America, the first Avenger. No. This is 1990s Captain America, starring Matt Salinger, son of JD. Right. So check that out. Get ready for next week. And until next time... This is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam.